Hey everybody, it's Travis Armstrong with Keller Williams. I wanted to reach out to you real quick through this podcast, let you know a little bit about what's going on in the real estate world here around uh, Southern California, Inland Empire, Orange County. Uh, it is uh, coming up here at the beginning of April, and uh, I got a couple of things I want to share with you. At the end here, I'm going to give you some personal updates, but first uh, a little bit about what's going on. So uh, with coronavirus happening in these last two weeks, wow, what a roller coaster. I'm sure it's been the same for you. Uh, Wherever you're at, coronavirus is no doubt changing everything right now. You know, it happened to us uh, about two weeks ago that we were told, hey, you can still do some showings and you can still go to open houses. Make sure you're keeping your distance and you got a lot of hand sanitizer with you. As you guys know, it didn't take but a day for all the hand sanitizer to get swooped up out of the shops. So, uh, hey, you know, we were living dangerous for a while. Uh, then it only took, what, another day before it was like, hey, no open houses and showings. Well, okay, but just one person or one family at a time, keep your distance, don't have people touch anything. And then the next day, okay, nothing. Uh, No more, everybody go at home, safer at home. We all believed it, we all went home. Now, some people up in Sacramento, they went and they fought for us and got real estate put back onto the essential list. So... We are good to go again, kind of. Um, What that means is we can do some showings or open houses if we do them virtually. So virtually, we're allowed to do it. Facebook Live or uh, walking through with Skype on the phone, something like that. We're allowed to do that now, but we do not want people in homes. And if we have a showing, we can't have the owners of the homes there. We've got to be in there by ourselves, but we are able to do things virtually. Let me tell you really why I think this uh, shifted uh, with these um, with these uh, becoming essential. The real role behind that has been this. If we're already halfway through a transaction, you've already been out there, you've walked through the home, you love the home, you've made an offer on a home, and then everybody got sheltered at home. Oh no, that that's not good. How do we go back? How do we do our inspections? Uh, how do we go out and make corrections on anything that needs to be corrected? How do you go back out there and do that one more time, that one last walkthrough to make sure, yeah, I really like this. Okay, so the door's been opened for that. Uh, But 98% of what we're doing now is virtual. Now, this has created just a small crack. uh, And here's the crack. There are going to be people who must sell their home. There are going to be people who must buy a home. For whatever reason, the home that they're in, they're not going to be able to be there anymore. Maybe they're getting moved. Maybe their whole... um, their whole office is is moving across town and these people got to move. Or maybe it moved from Inland Empire into Orange County and people got to move. If that's the case, then we can do some virtual tours, virtual showings. We can get you into the spot that you need to be gotten into. But if you're not on the list of people who must buy, and this is going in a little bit to my opinion, if you're not on the must sell, must buy list, then I th- I think it's an okay idea to slow your roll a little bit right now. The market is the market. I'm going to be talking about that towards the end here. That's what we're watching. we got to watch the market and we got to see what it's doing, right? I get emails every day. I'm getting emails from 
clients who are like, hey, is this a good time for me to buy? I'm getting emails from vendors, from mortgage lenders that are saying, hey, here's what just happened on the marketplace for their side. It's all very interesting. Um, and I'm going to be talking more about it over the next few podcasts. I just want to get this one out so that we're able to uh, to talk uh, and get this going, right? So um, we got to keep an eye to the market changes. I'm going to give you some, th- again, my opinion here, right? My opinion here. Let's watch these market changes over the next couple of weeks. Right now, people are calling me up going, all right, we're ready for the market to drop and we're going to buy something. That has not happened. Values on properties are holding and they are going to continue to hold strong for a couple of weeks. It's going to take sellers a little while to figure out that buyers aren't buying. That's very natural in real estate. It always takes a couple of weeks, a month for sellers to be like, oh man, nobody's coming to buy. That's a hard lesson that sellers have to learn. And it takes them a while. They know that two weeks ago, they could get $600,000 for this home. There's no reason right now they want to give up any money. So they're not going to say, oh yeah, I'll take 500000 Instead, most of them would think, what would you think? Most of them are going to think, you know what? I'm just going to... I'm going to wait till the end of April and let's get that 600000 Heck, I'll wait all the way till June so I can get that 600000 Now, a lot of people are, are furloughed or out of work. They, they aren't collecting a paycheck right now. They're going to be deferring payments. In fact, let me just pause here real fast. If you are in a position where you are looking to defer a payment, my suggestion is pay your bills. I think there's going to be stuff that's going to happen. Um, talking to somebody, they said, here's the deal. Yeah, we're going to let you slide for a couple of months and it's going to be no big deal right now. But once you try to refi or at the end when you try to pay off, that's going to be noted as two months of missed payments. It's still going to go on your record as two months of missed payments. It may not hit your FICO score. It may not be a problem for you right now. But when you're trying to get that next loan to buy that next house, you're going to be in a, a little bit of a different bracket because you've got two missed payments. And that's going to up your interest rate over there, which in the long run could cost you ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 on the life of that loan. So right now you're doing what you can to save $6,000 in the long run it's going to cost you 10,000, 15,000, 20,000. Again, uh, I'm getting I'm getting my own personal opinion in here, but look, the banks are a business. They're not out there to be your friend and say, "Hey, it's okay. Don't pay for a couple of months." They're a business. They're going to make money off of this situation that's happening right here. That's my personal opinion, but look, I know who my friends are. And when I've needed a friend, it's not the bank that shows up to be like, hey, we're your friend. It's always the bank that shows up that says, hey, we're down to make a little extra money off of you right now. So I would say pay your bills. But what we're going to notice here in two or three months, people that have uh, taken this, uh, this benefit of not having to pay for these next two or three months, now they're going to end up in a position where they owe their regular mortgage, their regular rent, and now they have to also pay the back rent and the back mortgage, right? They're, they're going to be coming up with all that. Oh, no. Now that's going to be a huge amount to pay. And that huge bill is going to put them in a position 
where they're going to have to sell their house. They're going to have to sell it or they're going to have to lose it. Uh, I hate even thinking this way, right? It seems so sad. But that could be a position where come summertime, the market starts to make some adjustments. I do not create the market. I do not dictate the market. My job is just to read the market, to watch the market, and ride the market wherever it goes. I do not know what's going to happen this summer. Let's just say this. On the other hand, a happy hand, uh, here's what could happen. Let's say um, coronavirus goes away in three or four weeks. We get to the end of April, the beginning of May. There's no coronavirus. Everybody's happy. Uh, there's a, a, a vaccination that's uh, coming around and people are doing well. We got our at-home test. Things are going great. People are going to feel like, wow, we just dodged the Great Depression. Let's go buy homes <laughs> and people are going to be out there and they're going to be paying top dollar. The sellers are going to be selling for top dollar because they know that they dodged a bullet and now the market's going to be oh, as high as it's ever been. Is that going to happen? I don't know. There's that scenario that could play out. There's a poor scenario that could play out. I just have to watch the market and see what's happening. If you're in a position where you must purchase a home, okay, we can do it. Uh, if you've got the ability to wait for a month, that's currently my suggestion. Now, that's a crazy suggestion because I make money selling houses and I'm telling you to wait. So, I'm going to call that enough shop talk for right now. Let me tell you a couple of things about me personally. I want you to know this about me. I'm doing good. I'm, I've got my family here and we're doing good. And where I'm standing, the future looks bright because my wife has a job with the government. I'm so happy. She's getting paid. Things are going well there. My son's getting ready to graduate high school. Uh, he's a senior this year. So, wow, you know, that, that's kind of a weird wrench. Like, what's going to happen with graduations? We're in the midst of figuring that out. But I feel like the future is bright for me. Um, I've got to also get through these next few months, maybe through the end of the year, right? I've got to figure out how to pinch my pennies and make things work. But all I've got to worry about today, thank God, all I've got to worry about today is just how to balance finances and how to not get sick. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I really hope the same is true for you. Everything that you have to worry about, let it be little money things. Let it be a little bit of like, ooh, house shopping. Maybe what's the market doing? At least none of us are at home worried that we've got something bad in our health. That would be awful. I don't want to see that happen to anybody. We're going to be okay. On a personal note, I'm going to be okay. Um, sometimes... When things get feeling a little bit tight, I'll go be a substitute teacher for like three or four days. Boom, that pays my bills. I'm good to go. I'm really not stressed. Now, there's no substitute teaching happening right now. But we're in an okay spot where things are going to be all right. Now, look, I don't have a boat. <laughs> I'm not going to buy a boat. Uh, I'm not uh, out looking to spend money on going to the movies or going out to eat. I am locking my finances down. I would suggest a lot of us should lock our finances down. It's the smart thing to do while we watch to see how the market adjusts. Let the market adjust and we'll see what's going on. All right, good. Uh, I'm going to come out with more of these podcasts. I am going to talk to you about what you can do if you are in a position where you're looking to sell. 
If you're looking in a position where you're going to need to sell a home, I'm going to give you some tips on that. If you're looking and you need to buy a home, I'm going to give you some tips on that. So pay attention to this, uh, this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. I'm going to try to dial it in and work with this new microphone that I've got. Make it sound a little bit nicer, a little bit better. As time rolls on, we'll figure out how to do business with the podcast, with virtual tours. And uh, hopefully this all clears up real soon and we can get back out there and get to work. In the meantime, stay safe. I really do um, develop that kind of relationship with people I talk to. I'm a friendly guy. I talked to you one time. I feel like we're best friends. And I'm telling you what, best friends, I don't want to hear any of you guys getting sick out there. Take it easy. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful day.